Hey. Hey. How's it going? Yeah, good. How you doing? Good. What do you think about beds? Beds. Do you know beds. what? I really like my bed. Do you? Why? Well, well, I, I reckon I've probably got to spend a third of my life asleep. As a child, a half. And, and that's a pretty good place to do it. I mean, I could, you know, sit in the back garden and fall asleep there, but it wouldn't be as comfortable. No. Wouldn't be your bed. No. A garden Uh, bed, but not a bed. No. I I do, I do, well, I did have a kind of like strange, I'm I'm sure this is the case for everybody. Like when I was a little child, I hated bed. I hated Mm -hmm. my bed Mm -hmm. because it represented being told to go to bed. Go to bed. And I had, you know, go to bed. Yeah. So I had to go to bed and I didn't want to be in bed. I wanted to stay up. But then I think I got to about 16 and then it was like, oh, oh now I'm like to be in here. bed. <laughs> Isn't it weird when people tell you to go to bed? They don't tell you to go to um, table, go to go to sofa. Yeah, that's right. Go to yeah. chair. Yeah. You know, it, it's, a, it's an object, but it's also not an object. It's, yeah, but it's, they do say go to school. Go to school, yeah, which is a building. Okay, but they don't say go to building. No, they they have to they have to um you know and you don't say go to toilet. I'm I'm going to the toilet, (laughs) you know. (laughs) But I really genuinely do love my bed now. We have a a reasonably good bed, like a mattress. Mm -hmm. Actually, the bed bit I don't care about. The, the, the structure of the bed, you know, the wooden bit or the whatever the bit is that supports the mattress. I couldn't care less about that. Mm-hmm. It's the mattress that's the key bit. I would happily put the mattress on the floor so long as I've got the mattress. It's the mattress that I'm, that I'm all in on. Yeah, so is the mattress like, is this one of those um, fancy mattresses or does it do anything, you know, like, move up and down and um, sideways and it's just no. a comfortable, very comfortable mattress. Do they do that? Can you get yeah, one? Yeah, you know, they have those ones that, you know, go up one side and you can, you know, somebody on one side can have a certain comfort wait, level. Wait, wait, hang on. If if it goes up on one side, doesn't everybody just tip out onto the floor? <laughs> no, it's actually, I think it's broken up into two pieces, but oh. it's one piece in this essentially all, you know, it's all together. But, you know, they have these ones that, you, you know, you can have comfort levels. And I don't know if in, in over there you have them. They have these comfort beds that have little electronic things to make your bed a certain level. And then you can make your side of the bed a certain level, which is really you, weird. When you say level, you mean like height? Not height, a level of comfort, like softness, hardness. I don't know exactly what they do inside. I think they have little people in there um, running around. Right. Little gremlins <laughs> running yeah. around. Like, yeah, no, no. In answer to your question, no, it's a bog standard mattress. Actually, that's not true. It's got pretty good springs. Springs. That's, uh, that's a key feature. It's got good springs and it's got some kind of layer on the top of what they call, I don't know if they call it the same thing over there, but they call it memory foam here. Oh yeah, um, memory foam. And the foam. idea is that, you know, you you sleep in it, and it it kind of remembers a little bit about the position that you were in. And I think yeah. over time, it 
it kind of just adjusts to, to what you... I, I don't know about that. It seems like a stupid... Yeah, thing. it seems doesn't, weird. Doesn't Have really you ever seen the anything? movie um, Psycho, Alfred Hitchcock Psycho? Yes. Remember that scene where she walks in and the bed has this huge indent on it? Yes. That is that a memory bed? You know, it's I like, whoa, I remember this dead body then. in here for 20 years or something. No, that's an evil <laughs> bed. That's so just a wicked, evil bed. Actually, thinking about it, though, beds feature in a lot of horror films. There's a load of nasty horror scenes happening in beds. Yeah, because that's where you're most comfortable. See, you love your bed and they want to make it where you're scared when you're in your bed. Yeah, that's right. You know, you're asleep. You're having a night like Nightmare on Elm Street. All of it's taking place yeah. when you're asleep. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I, I crave my bed. In fact, there's very few objects in my house which I ever crave thinking about yeah, it. You know, I kind of like the sofa and I like, you know, the computer and I like the kitchen and all of that. But I never crave it. But the yeah. bed I crave, you know, yeah. gets to like one in the morning and I'm tired out. It's like the only thing I want on God's green earth is that mattress. Yeah, that's true. Because you don't walk in your house and say, oh, man, you know, <laughs> I just got to get to the dining room table. I just got to sit there and just, you know, you yeah. don't. I need a spoon really badly. Yeah. You, yeah. Yeah. Give me some know? cutlery. No. no. So so speaking of that, pillows. Pillows. Oh. How, how, what is a, what is a pillow? So the mattress is the most important to you now. Yeah. Where does a pillow fall in? And what does, what, what's with the pillow? Okay. Let's, first of all, let's explore the number of pillows, which is correct. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. For me, the number two is Num correct. Yeah. Number two. Two, okay, two number pillows two, for you? Two pillows. No, I, yeah. are those stacked on top of each other, right? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not. I'm not doing pillows side by side. No. 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 no that's yeah. just evil. No. No. Yeah. No. These pillows are just right on top of each other, and they're fairly thick, downy pillows. You know, they've got mm -hmm. feathers in them. They don't have that kind of fiber or whatever it is that you get in the cheaper pillow that basically means it's rigid. You can hold it at one edge, yeah. and it just extends like a diving board. <laughs> no, my pillow. Yeah. If you hold it, it's flopping down because it's full of feathers, and uh, yeah. and you can fluff it up. And you can more or less get it into a cube if you want, you know, if you yeah. hold it right and squeeze it right. Yeah, downy pillows, two of them, one on top of the other. What's your what's your you know, my, my choice? Pillow is, uh, my pillow, I don't know exactly what's inside of it, but it isn't that spongy weird stuff that just, you know, is very uncomfortable. But I go for the one. I, I, I can't be too up too high, <gasps> you know, because, yeah, one, I need to have that. I, I, I My body feels more leveled or something. The, uh, when I'm up too much it's like whoa you know what am i doing up here it's like i don't i don't need to be this elevated what, so what even is the purpose of a pillow is the idea that so obviously if you if you examine your body you've got your shoulders and then you've got your head and there's a gap between where your head is and where you the end of your shoulder is and to me it's almost like you're trying to you're trying to fill that gap with something yeah. so that when you lie down the bit between your shoulder and your the side of your head, your ear is full up, but but I can equal. I mean, I never do, but I could equally lie down on the mattress and lie on my front, and I wouldn't need the pillow. Yeah, but it's kind of. Nice have you to ever have tried it. to sleep without a pillow? Yeah, lots of times. It it's, sucks. Yeah, it? camping and stuff, and it's not it's not good. No, so it, it really does serve its purpose. Do you like the coolness? Do you have to turn it over several times? No, no, th those no, pillows, you know. no, they're staying there all month, basically. Yeah, you know, no, but not... I mean, if, if some people, for me, it's like if it's warm, 
I, I, it's like, oh. oh, my pillow's so hot against my face. I got to turn it over and yeah, have that coolness. And, no, and it doesn't remember, last very I, long. I live in the UK, so okay. we don't, we don't yeah. have this problem. Well, I, it doesn't matter. I do that in the winter even. You know, it's oh, like, okay. you know, it's just a weird, weird comfort thing against the face. It's like, um, you know, it's like, do, and do you ever drool on your pillow? Oh, uh, that, it, I'm embarrassed <laughs> to say, I think whole pints come out. <laughs> On a honestly, if I fall asleep, it, basically the key for me knowing that I've dozed off is if there's patches of liquid somewhere, <laughs> you know. So if I've dozed off on my pillow, I can look down and there's like a there's like a patch. And if I've dozed off in the chair, then probably my I've got a little beard. There's you know there's there's liquid <laughs> draining through the beard, and um, and those. Over a period of time, you can probably trace how many times I've fallen asleep on the pillow because I've got yeah. I've got a blue dark blue we call it navy blue pillow it's dark blue and you can just see these little sort of like round patches of like there's this little white residue they're about the size of a coin yeah. and it's where the the spittle the sputum <laughs> has dribbled out of my mouth and then dried and left like a little yeah. it almost looks like I don't know it's been in soaked in some sort of chemical there's this little yeah. crispy ring yeah so yeah, after a true. after like a i don't know let's say i go for a whole month then there's going to be hundreds of those little hundreds little of those yeah do you ever have an extra large one and you wonder why oh <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> don't know where we're going with that <laughs> <laughs> no but so, do you get that do you dribble are you the dribbler yeah. oh yeah i think it's it is it's a sign of you know you've just you know uh, yeah you, you, uh, there's no control because you, I, and i've always wondered because you're asleep so are you you got to be swallowing something because you, your reflex got to but you know the, it must collect and overflow and you know it's just it's it'd be really weird if somebody didn't if somebody admitted no i don't do this it's like do you do you, are you normal you know yeah i don't know well i suppose if you if you sleep with your head your face facing the ceiling then yeah. you're on not your back dribble. yeah but you probably get a lung full of sputum yeah really can you sleep <laughs> on your back uh no i cannot yeah isn't that you always see people in movies when they're in the beds they're always you know if somebody walks in there usually on their back yeah and it's like nobody ever sleeps i i don't it's it's a very <laughs> I, I don't know <laughs> what it is your body just you know how it adapts to this bed form it has to be you know either on your stomach or on your side or something but yeah no i've yeah. got to be i've got to be laid out flat on the front yeah, and, but okay. then curiously, I mostly wake up on my back. Oh, but I you know, can't. Can... Um, I can't go to sleep on my back. It has to be. Yeah. On my front. So it's just something transition that happens during the night while you're. That's right. That's and right. Everything. Yeah. I listened to a really interesting podcast about sleep, and it is complicated. Oh yeah, it really is. Really complicated. There's an awful lot going on. You know, it's not like you've switched the computer off and nothing's happening until you switch it back on again. There's a boatload of stuff going all on. All those phases, all those different things you go through. But also that like the the processing of things, like your brain is is really engaged and switched on, you know, dreaming is an obvious example of that, but even without the dreaming there's an awful lot going on. And the cleaning of the brain and, and i fully don't understand what i'm about to 
talk about, but Mm -hmm. there is a buildup of stuff during the day that needs to be cleaned. And it it is cleaned, and and, and it's cleaned when your brain apparently is in certain states of dreaming. And so if you don't achieve those states then you um this this build up this almost like calcification imagine like not brushing your teeth for a while yeah. like that kind of build up over time uh-huh. this um this can lead to all sorts of problems and if you don't get enough sleep allegedly so this podcast taught me that in in the long term things like alzheimer's are there is a connection between um mm, the, lack of sleep and alzheimer's yeah, and i am but, no physician so yeah. that could be absolute bunkum yeah, but it it makes sense, you know. So so one more thing about pillows, decorative pillows. Oh, now, do no. you do you um do you make do you actually make your bed every day? Oh, which so, is a strange thing. It's not like you're getting out tools and making a bed. Yeah, that's another term that I always I was weird. It's like <laughs> I'm right. gonna go make yeah. my bed. Well, here get here. I got some nails and some wood for you, but don't you already have one? I, that's I right. Don't know. Every, every morning, just before I get on with my schedule, I disassemble the bed, yeah, uh, IKEA style, <laughs> lay it out flat, and then I then I make it. Yeah. Uh, do you know what? I think I reckon I'm going to say 70% of the time yeah, yeah, I make the bed. Yeah, and But, yeah. uh, we, you know, we have a duvet. I guess you guess you call it a duvet. Yeah. But it's basically, you know, that, that requires me to wobble a thing for about yeah. four seconds and then tuck an edge in. But I've heard, you know, I've, <laughs> how true this is. I've heard that productive people are make their bed every day you know if you start off oh. with that intentional way of c- carrying on then oh, um, exactly. then you're back yeah. you're going to be more productive because you've sort of like yeah. affirmed yourself to the day yeah i think that's a load of rubbish yeah but, i think it is i think it's garbage you know but just shit yeah. i don't know yeah, yeah anyway so those decorative pillows yeah i always thought well what's the point because how many people you know when you have company, hey, come and look at my bed. You know, it's really cool because it's so decorative with all these 19 pillows on top. And then, you know, it's, yeah, what do you, do you go in and um, adore them yourselves? or? Well, I, I like to, as I said earlier, I like to, over the course of a, a week or a month, I like to pockmark them with sputum stains. <laughs> So, in a sense, I am decorating them. You know, they yeah. do look slightly different. It's almost like this polka dot effect. In fact, do you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of looking at a picture of the moon with the outline of craters. That's what I'm looking at when I yeah. go to It's yeah. hideous, isn't it? I really need to, need to have a, a hygiene regimen, which includes cleaning the pillows more thoroughly. Yeah. Yeah. But no, no decorative p- pillowcases. Yeah. The cases are... Just well, like and I'm plain. talking about like p- extra pillows. You know how people oh, no. see like in the the you know photographs of fancy houses and stuff. Oh, they have this, and they have like 19 pillows all laid in different ways on top of their, the, which they essentially just have to put somewhere. Yeah, you just chuck their, them on the floor. Yeah, yeah, chuck them on yeah. the floor, and then you put them back up there. So they they seem totally useless. And another odd thing about pillows is it's one of the few things. I mean. There's pillows in other parts of your house. There can be, you know, there can be pillows on your couch. You know, ah, some couch. this is interesting. This but, is a- but on the other hand, you don't have parts of other furniture on your bed. No. Okay. So maybe we've stumbled across a bit of a language difference, a bit of a dialect. Yeah. Thing okay. Between where you, so we don't call those things pillows. 
We call those things on the sofa cushions. But have you ever had like you have your built in cushions, but they throw in a couple kind of square type pillows that yeah, you can just no, so you see, they're, they're called they're cushions. Cu- cushions. Okay, yeah, they're a pillow, called cushions. A, p- a pillow only belongs on a bed. And yeah, so a cushion are, belongs not on a bed. In fact, you know, maybe I go as far as saying that in the in the act of throwing a cushion on a bed, it would become a cushion. Yeah. During okay. as soon as it landed, it's like it's so, gone from being a cushion. Sorry, it would become a pillow. Yeah. As soon as it's like in mid-flight, it's going to land on the bed. It's <laughs> oh, it's gone from being a cushion. It's now a pillow. It's changed. But yeah. pillows are always rectangular. And cushions are basically square. Okay, yeah, that's. I'm sure that's how it... But I always think of it as a pillow. I think of it as this little extra thing that sometimes I want to use. And it's it's essentially from the pillow family when you think about it. Because <laughs> the pillow family. It's, it's, this it's, is a sitcom move, from the yeah. 50s. <laughs> yeah, it's this, this is a pillow, the traditional pillow. But there's these odd little square pillows that, you know... I mean, I have swag from some... WordPress company that was a pillow or a cushion. I, I'm sure it's a cushion, but I call it a pillow because, and I never use it because it's really weird to think about, you know. Anyway, that's another whole thing. Can but, I tell um, you a story about a cushion? Yeah. Okay. I have an actual story. When I was like 16, I started to grow my hair, uh, you know, like you do. Mm-hmm. And I got to, I think, I think I was 18, maybe, maybe 19. And I decided I would cut it off. And uh, I was still living at home at this point with my parents. And um, my mom was kind of attached to the, the long hair. She really liked it. Anyway, it all got cut off. It got shaved back down to almost nothing. My mom likes sewing. And about two days after the... <laughs> <laughs> Two days I after know where the, this uh, is going. You know this, this is, is horrifying. This is yeah, this is it's all true. About two days after the haircut, she presented me with a fairly small, like I don't know, six inches square cushion. It's like why, what, why do I want? What are you giving me? And it, it had, it was padded with my hair, and I've still got it. <laughs> This is explains so much. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> but but it's uh you know she she wanted to memorialize the the event and so she made a she made a small cushion. Oh, I was quite wow. touched. Oh, okay, time. that's okay. Okay, <laughs> I, I I'm at a loss for words there. Let's see where we work. <laughs> it's all of it's true. All of it's true. I'm going to change the subject totally. Well, not totally. Yeah. I'm going back to mattresses. Did you know, and I'm, I'm going to mash the numbers because I don't know the numbers off the top of my head. Did you know that a significant proportion of the weight of your mattress after a couple of years of ownership is shit? Is shit. Literal it, shit. Oh, yeah, because of all the, the stuff you could actually take off of it and make another little tiny cushion well, it's just like the, be- the mites, the yeah. mites that live in your um, mattress, they, you know, they defecate. Yeah. They shit. Yeah. And the weight, the, a significant proportion, it's so weird. Yeah, a oh, significant that, that's proportion horrifying. of the weight of your mattress will be this shit, which is yeah. just hard to hear. 
You yeah. know, that and thing is, which and you I'm crave sure every listen- day is <laughs> yeah. full of shit. <laughs> yeah. It's and everybody listening now is thinking, oh, God, he just ruined my, my life. I'm going to lay <laughs> on this pile of shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. So next yeah. time you lift it up and you think, that's getting, feels a bit heavier than the, the last time I lifted it into this room. Well, yes. Yes, there's extra, yes, there's extra material yeah, in there. Yeah, but you uh, can you can buy these like um, I don't know what to describe. You can buy this like thing which you wrap around your mattress. It's made of material, so it doesn't feel like weird or crispy or uh-huh. anything. But you wrap it around, and it, it it it's got whatever it's made of. The mites can't get through it. So if you if you when you buy a new mattress, if you buy this additional anti mite thing. It will cut down. You can basically yeah. envelope your mattress in mm. this thing, and uh, yeah. thereby know that you are not literally sleeping on a bed of shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which is a hard thing to bear. Oh yeah. Next that time, is next it. time I go to bed, you know, in about six hours' time, that's going to be preying heavily on my mind. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. That maybe is maybe those nightmares on Elm Street will. Come yeah. Back. Really. Yeah. Clear your mind of that. <laughs> um, <laughs> So what about um, the levels of of substance that we lay on top of ourselves, which is the sheet, blankets, use, you know, there, there's all sorts of terms, comforters, um, heavy blankets. Have you heard of heavy blankets? Uh, no. Well, I'm yeah, guessing it's just like a blanket, which is, you know, like heavier, thicker. but it's yeah. supposed to make you feel and sleep better because of the weight on it. I don't know if it's a, a secure, you know, a more of a secure feeling. If you actually look it up on the web, they, they try to sell these things and they do, they go, go to Amazon and, you know, Google heavy blankets, which is really stupid because I mean, yeah, it's a heavy blanket because literally it is thicker and it is heavier. Yeah, yeah. And but it's, it's full of rocks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, it, and it's, you know, obviously warmer because it's thicker and heavier. So it's going to keep you warmer. But it's, you know, how you choose these different levels, you know, okay, I've got to have my sheet because I can't touch other parts, you know, because it, the sheet is a little happiness feel of what you gotta have <laughs> that doesn't doesn't you know you don't want to if you're gonna if you're gonna remove your sheets and put just blankets on or your um you know your heavier top comforter um you know whatever you call it it's going to not feel quite right because you're missing that one thin layer what do you think yeah well no i so the way when i was a kid Came back to my mother. We had sheets. They were it was like layers of sheets. Yeah. So there was you know if it was the summer you'd have few layers of sheets, and if it got into the winter and it's pretty cold where I live, so you have to just you just keep adding the sheets, and so yeah. the layers went on and on and on. And the way to keep it all on you, because you know you're thrashing around in the night, probably kicking a little bit and moving, and things tend to fall on the floor. You tuck the sheets in, and so you get this kind of like enveloping feel with the sheets you, yeah. you almost like have to climb in at the top and kind of like slowly wriggle your body in amongst the sheets because they're tucked in so tightly but when i got to about i don't know 14 this this wave of of popularity of duvets spread across the country and everybody got rid of the sheets and went for 
a duvet and a duvet I, I guess you've got that word is that the word you use yeah I mean, a duvet is like a isn't that like the thicker almost like the well so it's basically it's like um it's like two sheets sewn together and and it's then rammed with feathers so oh, it's okay. it's like um it's like yeah that's like an envelope for feathers and but obviously those feathers would get sort of like they'd lump in certain areas uh, down at the bottom or at the top. So what they do is they they then sort of spread them out and then they sew little squares into the duvet so that there's a little a, a foot square of feathers and then next to it is another one and another one and another one. So if you look at a duvet, it's just like tons of squares, each with a few feathers in. And yeah. the more feathers that are in each square, the higher the tog rating and how, how cold you can get, you know, yeah. basically. You know, if you yeah. have like 13 tog is for... I think that's for like winter and if you go down the number goes down then you can cope with that in the summer and so on and anyway everybody in the uk uses a duvet i'm i'm literally gonna say that everybody in the uk has a duvet i don't, I don't you know, know i don't anybody know anybody that uses sheets yeah i don't see nobody talks about duvet over here we're still on sheets no you know? yeah i mean oh, that's no. what, yeah yeah, we're no, still, no, you know, I mean, maybe there's some people, a sector, maybe I haven't, maybe I hang out with the wrong people or something. You, you you're know? not with the yeah. duvet crowd. <laughs> yeah, I'm not you with You need it. to get in with the, the cool duvet crowd. The reason yeah. the duvet's cool, I mean, I don't mean physically cool, such a great idea, is you've got one thing. And when you're trying to make your bed, it doesn't matter how crazy and chaotic your legs were during the night, you just lift the thing and flap it once and it's done. Yeah. It's made. Yeah, so I'm sure it's, using, yeah. No, because we have layers, you know, we have layers of sheets and the comforters are called and, you know, and the comforters you take. So, so my question is with that is, is there a, a point, do you have like different levels for different times of the year when it's hotter or a lot colder or you just add more duvets? No, you, yeah, you could, you fully could do that. Actually, you could just get two duvets, like two summer weight duvets and just put them on top of each other during the winter but the top one would probably fall off so what we have and i think most people have is like a summer one and a winter one and the Mm. winter one goes away and out comes the summer one and we have like six months of that and then we swap it out and uh but it but it's it's that you're not you've not got the fine granular control of the sheet combo (laughs) you know you can you can just keep adding the sheets incrementally Um, we were cold last night okay let's add a couple of the thin little sheets there and uh you know we'll take the temperature up a notch uh no this is like all in so if if you're too hot the only the only solution that you've got is you've got to pull that duvet off and you've got to expose skin to the air yeah so it's uh that's it yeah it's it's not a fine control thing it's it's all or nothing (laughs) but man is it easy it's so simple yeah Um, yeah yeah it's it's like um so do you have a do you have a what's below you between you and the mattress um just uh just a sheet i, yeah, I call it the top sheet. sheet but it's actually yeah, the it's bottom like one of those fitted sheet set yeah 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 the yeah, ones that then, you can't fold into a nice little square if you want ever no yeah so that that basically sits on the mattress and i guess if you're you know fussy you'd have your mite protection underneath there yeah. i was listening to a guy the other day who was talking about the fact that you need to be cold when you're sleeping your body actually needs to be cold i've I've read that somewhere somebody else i know was talking about that and i i get it because Mm. 
you wake up and it's like, wow, I'm so hot. You know, this is just like, I'm, you know, internal oven here. But apparently um, you, you know. need to be cold. Yeah. And so the late, so in, in the UK, we have these things called, um, I've actually forgotten the correct term, but basically it's a, you plug it in and you put it beneath your top sheet, you know, the bit that's underneath you, but between you and the mattress, the sheet, the fitted sheet, and you turn it on and it just heats the bed. Um, kind of like, the, we used electric these blanket, for years we call called, yeah, electric, yeah, they've been around like, for a billion oh they're so hot though yeah yeah so now they come with thermostats and timers so that it's not on yeah. all night but apparently now you can get um ones that do do double duty so not only will they get hot if they need to so they've got some kind of sensor not only will they heat up if they believe that you're too cold but they'll cool you down yeah. so they refrigerate the bed if <laughs> if they think you're you know so god help you if it you know, if the the technology goes wrong, yeah, you, really, there's a bug in this thing. Like you've been yeah. in the freezer, you wake up, there's a cadaver, this <laughs> thing which should have been in a morgue. It's just like, what happened? Well, unfortunately, the Internet of Things technology went wrong. The uh, the Zapier connection between the thermometer, the, the thermostat, no. and, the, and the mattress said it was hot, but it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> now he's now he's like a like a frozen chicken. Yeah, oh, wow. <laughs> but that, I've never I've, we don't I've never come across anything like that. Yeah, but I, that's, I, that's... I kind of do regularly think I would rather be colder now than hotter. So I quite oh quite yeah like the idea of yeah cooling down. Yeah. What about um, have you ever experienced waterbed? Oh, uh, once. Once. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, the thing is, I don't really know why they call them water beds because it's not really water. It's like syrup bed. Yeah, you know, you it couldn't is. drink that yes. stuff. It's not like the consistency <laughs> of water. It's, if that it's was like the case, jello. Yeah, kind of, I mean, if somebody know. got in next to you, you'd literally be catapulted onto the ceiling. Yeah, you know, they jump in, boing, off you go. Yeah. You know, yeah, jello, jello bed. Yeah, yeah. I had a friend, and we were, I was staying overnight, and it, it um, somehow broke or something the the waterbed which is obviously a very um um you know a con to having a waterbed is you know you don't have to worry about your mattress you know spewing out well maybe mite shit or something i don't know yeah, if they would do right. that but yeah. but you At know a waterbed yeah when they when they yeah they leak there's there's a they they hold a lot of water i mean they were Ooh. really they were really popular in the you know like 70s and 80s here in the u.s people i tried they it were once the cool. oh, i fully hate. couldn't get to sleep on it yeah and it's the, like I tell you why yeah. is because the, the like the the mattress that you've normally got it, it kind of resists your body doesn't it it kind of it yeah. pushes back there's this kind of equal and opposite newtonian force thing going on where the the heavier bits of you so your torso and your your abdomen they don't really sink any lower. You're just the same height. Whereas in the waterbed, I was like a banana. You know, my head was in the sky. My feet were in the sky. I was like in a hammock. Yeah. And so if I was on my back, that was fine. But if I tried to go on my front, that's not natural. Like no. a, rever a reverse banana. Yeah. Uh, that, <laughs> yeah I, I was not isn't. enjoying that. I got a bad no, back. So no. I gave up on it. And this is honestly true. Tried it in somebody's house, friend of mine. And... I, and by the time I'd figured out I couldn't sleep and it was too late to sort of wake them up and sort of say, oh, can I sleep somewhere? So I just slept on the floor next to it. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, and the problem is they never, they, it's like, you know, when you put a boat in the water, you know, it rocks for a while and then finally maybe, you know, kind of set, that's what you do. You get in there and you'd move around. It was like this, you almost slither around for a while. And then you were scared to move again because you'd have to go through that whole process. That's right. The waves settling down once again, (laughs) because they would just, it was, it was just like this ripple effect of, you know, well, if I roll over on my side, this is a big production. This is not just rolling over on my side. This is rolling on my side and now waiting for the waves to settle down again. That's right. yeah, the tiniest little movement, and twenty minutes later, you're still feeling the after effects. You you feel nauseous. Hey, here's a here's a thought. What about sleeping in space? Sleeping in space, where they have you either well, depending if you sleep in space, if the gravitational pull. I mean, if you you know in a somewhere where you're having to deal with that, you would need to be strapped in, which would be horrible. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But also, you, you don't you don't have that. There's no sensation of like pressing down on something. No, so, so you would just be never hits floating. the pillow, um, and your body never hits the hits the mattress. Yeah. You're just kind of, you know, there equal amounts of force feeling everywhere, which is equal to more or less nothing. So you have to sort of zip yourself into a sleeping bag of some kind, which is strapped in its, which is in turn strapped to the wall of mm-hmm. the spaceship. That must be weird. Oh, it would be horrible. Yeah. You know, it, it I would mean, be where would all feeling. my sputum go? Yeah. <laughs> it, would, it would find homes all over your room. Yeah. You It'd know? be just it's everywhere. Like, all the, the circuitry ceiling, would be ruined. You know? <laughs> <laughs> just these little blobs of sputum. Well, it's <laughs> like when some the, kind of mask. <laughs> when I took the train across in the U.S. here, the top bunk which the bed was horrible there. You know, I mean, they called it a bed, but it was horrifying. They had a bunk above that you could also bring down and sleep in. And they had a strap in there, basically, because you needed to strap yourself in because as the train was going, you know, you you could basically roll off the um, bed. And I thought, you know, doesn't that sound wonderful? It's like, you know, just being literally strapped in and not being able to move. So you're going to consciously be thinking about that the entire night yeah. <laughs> because I can't move. I can't get into my next comfortable position because yeah. you've got to, you got to move around. But here's, here's the other weird thing about a bed is you go to bed and you lie down in it. You don't ever really say, Hey, I'm going to go sit on my bed for a while. You don't, you know, you sit on it to prepare or to get ready to go to bed, maybe for a few moments, but yeah. you don't ever just think, you know, you're in your bedroom and, Oh, I'm going to go over here. And, um, you maybe sit kind of up, but you're essentially still laying down, but you don't sit on the edge. You know, I'm going to sit on the edge and pull over a little table here and work on my laptop. Yes. I bet a lot of people did that during COVID though. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, the lazy the people said, I don't want to move any further than the bed. You know, <laughs> I, I've got to set up and stuff. But um. <laughs> hey, I have a question. Where's the weirdest or coolest place? I don't mean cool as in temperature. I mean, you know, fun that you've ever slept. Doesn't have to be in a bed. It Weird could be any place. I'm I'm, I'm why this is a. I'd almost have to go back to my 
my young days, youth days, because that's probably where, um, um, why I've slept in a lot of different, you know, I've slept in cars. Yeah. I've, you know, is there, is there one that comes to mind to you? Cause I know yeah, I'll, you, I'll you gotta that. have yeah, one. The, you probably had I, your p- the pillow of hair with you or no, something. No, it, no, uh, no, yeah. there was no pillow of hair. <laughs> I, um, my, the coolest place I've ever slept was, um, in an amphitheater, an actual, am- a Roman amphitheater in Palmyra, which is in Syria. And we, I was traveling around in that part of the world. This is going back like 35 years or something and got off the bus or whatever, however I got there. I can't actually remember. And it was really late. And there was an amphitheater, like a mile's walk away. And the, in those days, there was no kind of guards or walls or anything you could just wander mm-hmm. amongst all the ancient ruins and there was the amphitheater and as i approached the sun was fading so i thought well i'll i'll sleep here it was kind of cool but it was also mm-hmm. a nightmare because i got attacked by a pack of dogs and I, had to, <laughs> I had to throw rocks at them there was about three or four of these dogs and they just kept like Arr! And coming at me, they never got very close. I was never, in, yeah. it never felt yeah. like I was in any mortal danger, but I did throw rocks at dogs because they were definitely, if I hadn't have thrown rocks, I felt that I was probably going to be eaten. <laughs> <laughs> so the cool part, what, what, how can you actually describe what was cool about just the knowing oh, just, you were sleeping there just like sleeping on the top of like this amphitheater and then waking up in the morning and thinking man this is this has been here and largely unchanged for like two thousand years yeah and yeah. it was just a cool liberating kind of a bit out of the ordinary experience yeah you know i, just, I, I think it, that was why that was what i classified cool there because it was just not typical you know, it wasn't me dribbling sputum on a pillow in my bedroom. <laughs> yeah. Now yeah. I was dribbling sputum on a Roman ruin, and that was cool. Yeah, that would be. It's, so it's more the, yeah, it's a it's a cool place. I, I don't think I've yeah. ever had anything like that. That's, you know, it's, um, you know, unless I pass out somewhere and somebody moved me and I miss <laughs> the moment, you know, I, I don't know what else. You know, it, it's, it's not, um anything it seems like yeah i eventually always um, made it to a bed or something but but yeah it's it's i I gotta say that the train was a horrifying thing because (laughs) because it it was um, one thing is it was very small yeah so you you had very little i mean in the pictures they make it look really wonderful they must have people that are a lot smaller or something i don't know you don't notice it but one couple of things that was the most annoying about it was I, I seemed my head seemed to be right down on top of a uh, uh, the wheel to that car oh, because no. the screeching noise when you would lay down was like you might as well just be having somebody standing over me screaming into my ear because it was just constant <laughs> horrible screeching noise and then you would. Every time you went around any little subtle, cor- you know, curve on the tracks, you would ro- you couldn't help but roll some. You just <laughs> it just happened. It would your body would kind of move over, and then it would the train would straighten out, and your body would go back over to where it was. And it, so the you know, aside from the comfort, it was simply horrifying. I mean, I didn't 
I literally didn't sleep almost the, the two nights I was on the train because I couldn't sleep. But some people were just, you know, probably sound asleep. I had one friend actually ran into accidentally somebody I knew. Oh, I, I sleep like a baby on a train. I'm like, what? what do you, how, you know, I, I, I even, you know, tried sedatives, you know, and, and all I'm doing is I'm being awake and very tired. <laughs> drowsy. And Dr- yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm listening to the <laughs> screeching. So it, it, it certainly wasn't glamorous, you yeah. know, and I think I um, discouraged a lot of people from ever riding a train in the U.S. as that was their, on their bucket list and, and a very hopeful dream. And it's like, you know, if you're going to do it, you need to stop every night at a hotel and then get on another train or something because yeah, it was, um, it was no fun at all. If you, if you don't sleep for a few days, you know, 48 hours, you are literally bordering on being insane. Yeah, and you know, I, it's not I, like, by the time like I got you, to State of the Word, which for those that don't know that, there was this thing I was going to, you know, kind of a function with people around that I had to communicate with. And, yeah, it was like you start to just, yeah. You know, of course, they probably couldn't tell the difference. They, I just looked <laughs> more tired, but I was the same old. So I was like, oh, yeah, well, it's just a little bit rambling, a little bit more, but... um, <laughs> <laughs> The... um. Yeah, but it's true. You know, if you go for 24 hours, 48 hours, 72 hours without sleep, you are you are uh, seriously in danger of harming yourself or harming other people. Whereas if you go for 24 hours, 48 hours without food, you're just you're just in a world of hurt. You're not really enjoying yeah. it, but the, but you are clinically insane is my understanding. You are starting yeah. to behave erratically say things which make no sense you're you are completely decoupled from reality and i've never really got close to this i had a friend who once decided he would try just to go for a long period of time and i think he managed to get to about 50 hours and then he just gave up it was like whoa this is horrible Mm -hmm. um so you've got to get loads of sleep yeah yeah that definitely is off the plate again any kind of train trip like that (laughs) no not gonna happen but um <laughs> how are we doing in time 42 minutes. yeah we're we're about you know it'll it'll soon be time for bed i am but, ready for bed yeah, yeah you are you need to you need to um have some of that stuff washed from your brain tonight you know i do i need to cal- decalcify my brain get back to the beginning and uh and start again tomorrow it's kind of kind of weird that we're all trapped in this cycle of, you know, this circadian rhythm of 24 hours, yeah. sleep, sleep for eight hours, wake up, carry on, sleep for eight hours, wake up, carry on, sleep for eight hours. You know, imagine you live on, I don't know, another planet somewhere out in the deep galaxy. Maybe you maybe your day is like 40 hours or 100 hours or something. Yeah. If there is life on those places, they're probably totally capable of, of going for extra lengths of time that we can't or smaller amounts of time. Yeah, but I reckon for me, I reckon about seven hours is my, is my given time. If I can achieve yeah. seven hours, I'm happy. Anything below that. And I start to look, well, I don't, it's not pleasant for anybody in the vicinity. And, um, you know, I can judge it by the amount of sputum on the pillow. 
That's a good place to stop right there. <laughs> I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sputum on the pillow. Right. We'll be back next week. <laughs>